2: Welcome back to Thirty Two Fans.
0: I'm Alex Chester. With you me, as always, is Wheels yeah. Weinerker. Wheels, how's it rolling?
2: Thrown rolling right. The second the Vikings won, I turned to Morty and I said, "Oh, you're going to be like insufferable this week. You're going to be, you know, like, you know, researching how much Super Bowl tickets are going to cost for a home Viking Super Bowl." And- oh,
0: my dad immediately texted me. He said he's he would be willing to spend up to ten thousand dollars
2: per seat or total.
0: I didn't ask him if he's buying me my seat. <laughs>
2: now, it's tricky because he has three sons and the ever-forgotten ever, ever forgotten Haley, who no one ever talks about.
0: No, the, I mean, the youngest one could not care less. In fact, he would, <laughs> to be honest, he would probably root for the Vikings to lose if it would increase suffering for his family
2: members. <laughs> right, so he would troll you. Yeah. Uh, not just, you're, not you're, just me, my dad also. Your sister doesn't care. Could not care less. And my, my brother is her husband. A sports fan? You, that's he, you're very no. close with her husband, right? No, he's not a sports fan. He
0: sort of became a Vikings fan for the purpose of like watching. Oh, I'm gonna have to edit this out, honestly.
2: <laughs> oh shoot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um. He, all right. And Sammy Chester is a bandwagon Vikings fan who did not grow up rooting for the Vikings. Sammy's more of a
0: sports fan now than he was as a kid. Yeah.
2: My dad. My but dad would he, not be. But would he him any fly in from the Middle East or from China or wherever he is right now? He's, he's literally on a plane to China as we speak,
0: I think. Yes. It's hard to know because he flies all over the world anyway. I mean, he flew to London for the Vikings game against the Browns.
2: Right. But, but usually did, it's for work. Like, he works because he speaks Mandarin and he well, does, not Well, we like, say for
0: of- work in the sense that he has someone else pay for his travel. Yes. So, yeah, yeah. so if he can find a way to finagle, and I, I wouldn't put it past him, to find a way to finagle to get a flight to Minneapolis around the Super Bowl, that I could see him doing. How he could finagle getting them to pay for a Super Bowl ticket, that would be very impressive.
2: Yeah, so so Sammy, he doesn't have to buy a ticket for Sammy. You're his favorite son. <laughs> I
0: mean, when it comes to watching football, that's true for sure.
2: So ten thousand dollars, five thousand dollars a seat. I mean, you could get in the stadium for that. I don't know if you're going to get good seats for that much for yeah, a home Super Bowl.
0: My dad's not going to the game. It for to get in the stadium. If my dad's going, he wants good seats. Otherwise, he'd rather. All right, watch but home.
2: he's saying ten now. He may have to spend twelve or fifteen. To have decent seats. Good seats, forget about it. I mean, I mean I, I there's no precedent it. for a home Super Bowl, so yeah, there's exactly. so many people I have,
0: local. I have no idea what the cost would be. Minnesota's generally cheaper than, you know, like New York. I don't, it's not a destination that has many fans. Like, who is the other team? If it's the Patriots, you know, they've been to so many Super Bowls. Or they've or Right, go their to fans won't in, travel in
2: that well. Yeah. Uh, the Steelers haven't been in a few years, so their fans will travel really well. Yeah, and I they have know. a national fan base. No, the Steelers L- will travel L- let's, let's There aren't getting... a lot of
0: realistic AFC okay, let, teams. Let, so. Let's stop getting ahead of ourselves. All right, the Vikings, okay. the next three games on the road, they're playing Detroit in three days. They have to yeah, go, go right. at Atlanta and at Carolina. So let's see how they do these next three weeks. I mean, you win one, you're
2: still smooth sailing.
0: I mean, look, I said that before they uh, just, you know, laid the smack down on the Rams with the high-scoring offense in the league. And uh, mm-hmm. you know, I, I've been arguing with my Eagles, one of my Eagles friends, uh, Shamir, all morning. So I've been telling him, mm-hmm. like, I'm not diminishing the Eagles. I acknowledge the Eagles are probably the best team in the NFC right now but they haven't played a single top 10 team. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, they lost to Kansas City. Mm-hmm. They beat Carolina. That's it. They haven't played any other playoff teams. They haven't played any great defenses. I mean, Eagles fans are literally buying
2: Super Bowl tickets, right?
0: Now. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, the Rams had the highest scoring offense in the league, but they scored 10 against Seattle, and they scored 7 against we Minnesota. We knew.
2: I said last week on this podcast that the Eagles were going to annihilate the Cowboys. Like, we knew it was going to happen. The Cowboys, like... You know, without Zeke, without Tyron Smith, they're just a, a very like mediocre to slightly below well. Average you
0: team. S- you say we knew, but I <laughs> I picked the Cowboys to win that game. Well, no,
2: I said I was being nice. Yeah, like, I yeah. I made a good call. And, and well,
0: you the Cowboys the cowboy the Cowboys were winning at halftime, and I was quite proud of my pick. Uh, by the way, we we tied last week because yeah, I was very wrong about that game. But you were very wrong. You picked Oakland to beat the Patriots; they got killed. You picked Tennessee to beat Pittsburgh; they got killed. I picked Green Bay to beat Baltimore; I was very wrong there. You picked the Rams to beat the Vikings, of course. That might have been trolling. I don't know.
2: Yeah. All right. We have a lot to get to, so let me. uh we'll, we'll do segments here. So we, we got a big draft that you don't even know about that that I'm going to spring on you in a few minutes. Let me just. Can I have my fantasy football rant of the uh, of the year, please? Yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah. I, can I?
0: I was an 85 percent favorite in the only league I care about entering Sunday night, and then Dak Prescott scored minus four, and now I lost. So
2: Dak had a minus four. Well, you your league has minus ten per interception. Yeah, he had he had two interceptions and a fumble,
0: and he did not. You're
2: you're. No one will care about this but you and I. But in the, in the Klein League, which is a replica of your league minus like one or two minor rules, interceptions are minus one. Yeah. So how much does that bother you?
0: Yeah, it, it, it's a joke <laughs> of a league for many reasons.
2: Well, I mean, I I got a minus. I had to start Nathan Peterman because I had Tyrod and I had Josh McCown. And on you minus. still got positive points. <laughs> no, I got a minus one only. Like I won.
0: So here's actually a funny thing. So in our league, I had uh, I had Blaine Gabbert who had a great game. He had like over twenty points. Yeah, it was great. And I was and there was a guy who didn't have a quarterback this week because of injuries and stuff, so he was desperately trying to get Gabbard for me. But I didn't really want to give it to him, so I was saying to everybody else in the league, like, what else would you give me? Give me any mediocre running back, and I'll give you Blaine Gabbard." So the guy in my league who's starting Nathan Peterman, and by the way, his other starting quarterback was Hudley, so <laughs> who got zero points. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he... He said to me, he was like at a party. He had to go out like for his kids or something at like twelve fifty nine. So he said, "I'll do it for John Stewart. Send it through, and then please put uh, Gabbard in my lineup instead of instead of instead of Nathan Peterman."
2: This is a real concierge league. You got the commissioner doing your bidding
0: for you at twelve fifty nine. Yeah, so he said that, and then and then in the meantime, I got traded an offer from somebody else, so I traded him to somebody else at the last second. So this guy like disappears, goes to his kid's birthday party, reemerges four hours later, and he's like, "What the fuck just happened?" Oh, it's Scott Rubin, you know him. He said, "What just yes. happened?" I just looked at my team. I got minus twelve from Nathan Peterman. I thought I was starting Blake Gafford because <laughs> he didn't even know that he didn't, we didn't make a trade. Yeah. He, he, so you basically yeah.
2: stepped on my stepped on my story a little bit, but I'll still oh, tell it. so sorry in in Rob's league. Which I I do care about the league, even though it's the only league I'm in. That's not for money. I don't gamble for not money, but that league is not for money. I think it should be probably, but um, it's a 20-team league. So when there are buys, it's very hard to find a quarterback if you have a quarterback on buy, and if you have a quarterback who's Tyrod Taylor, like a guy in our league did, uh, and then he then after the fab period he gets benched mysteriously, so the person who snaps up Nathan Peterman. Has has you know, I guess a little bit of an edge. So I snapped up Nathan Peterman because I happened to be on Twitter that second. I'm never that guy. I mean, I'd like to be that guy, but I'm never. I don't follow a lot of people, so I'm never really like, ooh, you know, scooping out, um, you know, the, like closer drops in baseball and things like that. So I pick him up and I and I and I emailed uh, a guy in our league, Johnny Fairplay, one of, one of the survivors in our league, and I said, uh, what do you want for Peterman? And then we work out a trade late Saturday night. Where, and this is going to sound like the most minor trade in the world, but it's a 20-team league, and my starting tight end is David Njoku, the, the Browns okay, tight end. Okay, you, you, you trade Nathan Peterman for somebody, got it. Yeah, and, and so, right, I was going to get Hunter Henry. Again, an incredibly small trade, but then I realized, like, okay, that's too small, but he'll obviously do Hunter Henry, but what if I ask for some fab money, because he hasn't spent his fab money all year, and, he, and it's about to run out. So what if i just ask for 20 bucks that's nothing then so okay i i ask for i think 30 he says what about 20 i say sold but because you can't do a fab trade via espn right even in your fancy league like you have you'd have to do it manually correct yeah you you uh i i you know you have to tell the commissioner so he said screenshot it to the commissioner so i screenshot it to one guy and he said uh, technically I'm not the commish you have to screenshot it to another guy It's a whole other story i screenshot it to the commish this is the trade. This is official. Send him the trade. And then I notice, like, this is late at night. I notice in the morning he hasn't accepted it. So I say, hey, uh, by the way, I, I set the trade. He's like, yeah, 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 I'm sorry. I'm in church. I'm going to – and he just went on Rob's podcast and talking about, like, how religious he's gotten. Yeah, I'm what a righteous church. fellow. Yeah, uh, I'm going to uh, accept it the second I get out of church. And then uh, I get an email from ESPN at, like, 1230-something. And at this point, I know something's up. But, again, he's agreed to the trade to the point where I had to screenshot it to two of the members in the league – To let them know, like, this trade has been completed. Uh, You know, I don't want to tell everyone in the league who I'm trading because that's an advantage for them. And I get a screenshot from one of the two commissioners, magically, who made made a much worse trade. Instead of trading me Hunter Henry for Nathan Peterman, who at 1257 was a decent sounding option. People thought he might be good this week. He traded for Jay Cutler. And he traded T.Y. Hilton, who wasn't playing yesterday, but is a much better fantasy football, real-life football player, I think you'll agree, than Hunter Henry. Especially in a 20-team league, a guy like T.Y. Hilton is a wide receiver one very easily. Yeah. So anyway, I so freak out. It, you, you, call gets, this but,
0: the Rob, you call this the Rob League, but what, Rob doesn't seem to have any involvement in this league. He's right, no, Rob's not the commissioner. Completely. He's just in the league. It's, like friend, it's a Friends of Rob League.
2: Yeah, but his name is being like dragged through the mud. I agree. I agree. We got to put a stop to this. the The evil reign of terror of these guys must end. What would you What would you do? Let, I mean, and, and people also like write it on the thirty two fans group or whatever. Like, I, you don't have to. You know, if you disagree with me, but like to me, once I screenshot the trade to some to the commissioner, it's over. Like, you can't make other trades. Certainly, if you're in a position of power in league, you can't like make. So
0: the commissioner, the one who received this message, then made another trade. No, there,
2: there's a guy who runs the league who's not the commissioner. Well, what the makes, hell's like, going co- on with
0: this league? You got like a. Well, let's a shadow just say commissioner. there's two commissioners.
2: There's a 20 team league. It's not insane to have co-commissioners. Okay. All right, but he's not. He doesn't have commish powers. Is my point? Okay. But so one I of sent the it two. To people, him.
0: But one of the two people who you screenshotted two was then went ahead and made a different trade with Johnny Fairway. Oh yes,
2: yeah. yes, yeah, and 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 yeah, that, like, that's a dirty the, pool. Of, the time that's
0: as dirty pool as you can get. Oh, I mean, he's a garbage
2: human being. Like, I'm no, not. No, I'm not, no, right. I'm
0: I'm the commissioner of many a league, and when people yeah. send me the trades, I will yeah. say to one of the people, "Hey, if I had known this guy was available, I would have offered you better." But I don't try. Sure, I, can't I say that the all the time, but I would never, yeah. ever, yeah. ever
2: actually make that trade. And even if and the person even said, they well, haven't accepted, they haven't
0: accepted it on Yahoo yet. I'm like, no, too bad. Like that's not that's not honorable.
2: Yes, I, a hundred. I mean, it, this isn't even a debate. There's no other side. Yeah. But if you do have the other side, I'd be interested to know in the. On the 32 fans group. Well, maybe the that's why he was in
0: church because he he had you know he already had to go to confession. He knew he was going to sin, and it's can not you, like he said can like you do, yeah i Can you about do preemptive? It. And um, I'm obviously not a Catholic. Can somebody else? Can yeah. you do preemptive confession? Can you go to a confessional to say like, like later I'm about today, to like uh, yeah. cheat on my wife or something? <laughs> yeah. Can't, well, I yeah, I'm cheating cheat on my do. fantasy, which is even worse. Yeah,
2: much worse. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, not a great idea. Yeah. All right. So I'm mad about that. I calmed down a little bit, but I. But hold on. By the way. By but the, the way, the, the irony,
0: of course, is that Nathan Peterman yeah. got put up a minus twelve, <laughs>
2: minus seven. So he wins. He beats another survivor by eight points. He but, played. And Jay how much Cutler. did Cutler have? Yeah. what is crazy one or is that? Is that if Peter? It's such a bad trade for so many reasons he made because if Peterman is decent or even mildly like if Peterman is not the worst quarterback in NFL history, he yeah. gets to play another <laughs> week. And now this guy who had Jay Cutler is out of quarterbacks again and has to make another trade this week. Just because to, Cutler had you his know, concussion, yeah. Or, or I guess he could probably spend all hundred of his fab Wait, but doesn't on he it.
0: have Tyrod Taylor still?
2: Yeah, but the point is he had no, like, bef- he, at 12.59, he doesn't know that Tyrod Taylor is going to become a starter again. Yeah, and, I mean, and, and everybody was saying on Twitter, like, Tyrod Taylor should refuse to go into this game. I It's funny, I didn't see that take, but I like it. So anyway, the, 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 so he wins by eight. But yeah. if you subtract Hunter Henry for David Njoku, I think it's three and a half to 1.9... And you subtract the minus seven point one in that league that Nathan Peterman got yeah. versus the one point four that Jay Cutler got, him before karma intervened and he was injured, yeah, that he loses, he actually yeah. blows a nine point lead with his even though he only got four points worth of players from the traded guys. Yeah, I think so people are a little confused, lost. but yeah, exactly. It's insane. But yeah, the, the
0: the entire the I wish this podcast last week's episode had been recorded after the the Nathan Peterman news because that was like one of the craziest things to ever happen in the NFL. It
2: I was mean, insane what happened. But yeah, it was so it, insane. It was sometimes illogical, things happen. That, like I, I'm a Mets fan, and when the Mets traded Scott Kazmir for Victor Zambrano, it's not like in hindsight, wow, that's an insane trade. Yeah, everybody we, says it at the, time. Knew at the time immediately. It's like sometimes things happen, you know, right away. Like oh. That's insane. Like people, even you know, Gronkos, yeah. Gronk and, and Aaron Hernandez go to the third and the fifth round that day. Everyone was saying, "What? Well, those guys are way too good." Like it's annoying. Yeah. But, so, but sometimes, the like the pass. totally
0: wrong process happens, but then you luck into the right results anyways. Sure. And so then the idiots sure. like, "Oh, it was right." But this was like the perfect. It was the perfect outcome. No Nathan one Peterman thought it was a good. Literally call other had than the some, w-
2: like white Bills fans. Oh. Who, yeah, like, a lot really of race. A lot of racist
0: part. Bill. It's actually <laughs> very interesting. I know. So Bill Barnwell, you know, was responding to sort of Bills fans who were defending the move all week. Yes. Yeah, and and every single one of those people, literally every single one. I, what I always do this whenever like a like a like a sort of a high profile sports person replies to a tweet and like they sort of retweet in their response. Yeah, it's so a you a ret- can see it, it is a retweet. It, yes. Yeah, yes. I I always click on the person to see like you know what their other conversations are about, see if they responded further or whatever. And every Why? single time, I feel like
2: that's too much Twitter work.
0: Well, anyways, every single every single time they're like a hardcore Trump supporter. <laughs> every single time. So I'm just wondering, yeah. and I'm asking this sincerely: Is there anybody out there? And if you are, let me know. Like, is there anybody out there who's like very anti-advanced stats, like very believes in traditional stats, whatever that means, in in sports, but isn't like a, like a MAGA person? Because they they never are. So I want to know. Like, if you're a listener out here and you don't believe in advanced stats, you like
2: you like for example,
0: I mean, you there's like probably the some Nathan- old
2: sports writers who aren't like MAGA who. Don't like, yeah, but they're Michael
0: not arguing Wuban with Bill Barnett. But they're not arguing with, but they're not arguing with. Well, Michael Wilbon no, would. Be if, if Michael Wilbon was white, he would be all the way. MAGA, oh, well, you know? I'm not, this
1: is like a, a blazing hot take. <laughs> I'm not going
2: I mean, a,
0: everything about him screams MAGA. Like oh, I'm just say like, <laughs> Oh
1: Do boy. I need to edit that out, or can I leave that in? No, keep that in. No, listen. <laughs> oh boy.
2: We just, I we just did a 15 minute fantasy football trade conversation. So hopefully nobody's still listening. Yeah. Uh, all right. You ready for the so draft? Safe. I don't think you know what's coming, but I think you're gonna like it. Yeah, I have no idea what you're about to say to me. In all right, so here's what we're drafting this week. Usual five dollars on the line. I think who, who keeps track? Paul, the Saints fan. I haven't heard from him in a while. Hopefully, he's yeah, we still. Have a, we, have, we have a Google Doc.
0: I have an you. Okay, we also. got
2: a Google Doc for it. Here's what we're going to draft. We are each going to draft five quarterbacks. This is a bad quarterback fantasy league for the rest of the season. This season, okay, for the rest of the season because there's so many execrable quarterbacks. Speaking of Nathan Peterman and Jay Cutler, now we can we can. I haven't told you this, so we can work out the stats on. The show, I was just thinking uh, you get minus one for every turnover and minus two for every game you start and lose. Do you want to adjust those at all? You can adjust them right no, now. I don't, I don't care. I don't care. All right. So minus oh, one but for every— but,
0: but, but, So you need to gotta be bad but continue to play.
2: Bad enough to keep playing. Exactly. So there is definitely yeah. a strategy here. Okay. okay. So now, do you want first pick or next two? Uh, I don't know. Let's flip the coin as we always do. Call it in the air. Heads.
0: It's flipping, heads. It is. All right. What are you picking? All right.
2: I'm gonna take next two. You go first. Okay. So, so once again, I want to pick a very bad quarterback. You want you, you want turnovers and losses. But if it's a guy who might get benched, like Nate, last week, you might have picked Nathan Peterman, and you did get five turnovers out of him, but you only got one starting loss. Yeah. Okay.
0: So then, I would say, if I want losses, I think the first pick has to be Deshaun Kaiser.
2: Yeah, so Kaiser, you get losses. He's he's very likely to play the rest of the season unless he gets. And hurt. he's turning the, and he's also turning the ball over a ton, turning the ball over a lot. They they're losing a lot, so they pass a lot, fumbles. Yeah. I think that's a very good pick. I'm going to go with a turnover machine who has no backup right now, and at the very least is going to play a few more games, and that's Brett Hundley. Now there is yeah, so it does look that's a little the bit that's more, the other obvious pick. To me, it was between Kaiser yeah, and, it and, and look, Hundley. It does look. The only problem is that. Rodgers looks like he will be healthy enough to play in week 15 or 16. I I, I don't I don't think so. You don't buy it, but again, no. if they keep losing, there's just no reason for him to play. Yeah. Now, I, I, don't, I don't know. He so. listen, he played a season where they went 6 and 10, like I don't know if he's just going to shut it down. Yeah, okay, right. I'm going to pick another one and I don't know if you would have ever picked this guy, but I think it's a really good pick. I'm going to pick Blake Bortles. Because he's a turnover machine on a team that's playing a little bit over their head that'll probably lose a bunch of games. He's pretty much guaranteed to start every game the rest of the way. I, I just think he's probably going to lead the league in turnovers the rest of the way. I, I think it's uh it's a no-brainer pick. So I got Bortles and Hunley on my team right now. That's bad for me because I got my fantasy built around him. But. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. Blake Bortles, like the worst quarterback, uh, you know, who's also a sneaky, a very good fantasy quarterback. Yeah, not this year, but uh, you know, he was a couple of years. Well, ironically, he's having his best actual year, but his worst fantasy his, year. Yeah, he yeah. was, you know, who's good for two garbage time touchdowns right. every game. So, of season.
0: so you've left me as a gift, I think. And the man I have to take, obviously, here
2: is is Eli Manning. Yeah, a lot of interceptions. Yeah. A lot of Flacco, losses. Flacco
0: is in the conversation, but the problem is, I think Baltimore is going to win a couple games. They're Yeah, Baltimore is might. Ba-
2: Baltimore is good. We're going to so, get to that. Yeah. But Baltimore is not a. Uh, you know, Baltimore's is making the playoffs. I think. Yeah. Now the, the
0: question. Now, now, where do I go next? Does Nathan Peterman get another chance in Buffalo? No, Is I can't. J- imagine. <laughs> Is, but we couldn't imagine the first time. So I know. I, I but yeah. I, to
2: me, like Peterman, I, I mean, he's the only other guy. There's not a third guy in the roster, yeah. right? Like what's you going can't on? Even go Denver.
0: Yeah, I think I, I. guess I'll go with with Tom Savage.
2: Yeah, that's not a bad pick. Right. Then not, I don't know this, how many by losses the way. they're going to have, like an average amount, but. He definitely is going to turn over the ball a lot. Oh, you so that's track not or am, I, am I supposed to be keeping track of this? You're supposed to be keeping track. So you got Eli okay. Savage. I'm going to go with Mitchell Trubisky. A lot of losses, a lot of turnovers coming my way. There are so many. Like, we're not even close to being out. We could have easily drafted eight before we got to any questionable pick. Yeah. And then for my, my fourth pick, you know, Cutler's nice, but I, it looks like they're going to go to Moore for at least this week. So you kind of have to stay away from that. Uh... You know, I, I want to draft Josh McCown. The problem is if he really turns the ball over a lot, at a certain point the Jets could go to Petty Hackenberg the last couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, you know, Bethard is, is nice on the Niners, but he might not play anymore. Like, it might be Garoppolo. Yeah, I assume so. Uh, <sighs> same thing with Fitzpatrick. Like, who knows when Winston is coming back? There's, You know, there's no more guarantees after this. So I'm going to go with Jacoby Brissett on an awful team. He's playing much better than you know people would have thought, but he still turns the ball over. I, I think Brissett is good for a lot of losses, which are worth two points each. Okay, so you have Hundley, Bortles,
1: and Brissette. who else have on your team? And yeah. Trubisky
2: and Mitchell. Trubisky, and you get yeah. two, and then I get the last pick. All
0: right, so yeah, who who do I take here? So again, Flacco's still on the board. He's mm-hmm. been turning the ball over a ton, but I think, I mean, I'm looking at the Baltimore schedule remaining. They got Houston at home. That's a win. They got Detroit. They got they got Cleveland. That's a win. They got Indy. That's a win. So and and how how's it? You had minus two for a loss and minus one for a turnover. Correct. All right. So I got to find a guy who's going to lose more games than Flacco. Um, this is, this is a tough one over here.
2: By the way, you uh, know what the trolliest pick would be? It's not a good pick. Dak yeah. Prescott going to lose <laughs> a lot of games. All right, what a disaster that was. Uh, so Jay Cutler. Do we know how long he's out? I mean, if I had to guess, he should be healthy enough for the game after this week because he's got a concussion or or like maybe in protocol, I think. But I mean, what, assuming
0: that the Dolphins are out of the playoffs, which they will be in a week or two. Why yeah. are they still playing Cutler? He's not coming back next year. What's the purpose? Yeah.
2: No, I, I think that it's good for it's in everyone's interest for them to shut him down. But I don't, I don't know if they're going to do it. Yeah. Um, and the player has to start the game and get the L. Yeah. Is yes. That correct? To st- yes. To start, you could get right. the turnovers from a, a bench appearance, but you got to start I mean, the game. I mean, Brock Osweiler is an obvious pick, but we can't assume. Yeah, he's but playing I, I mean, they farther, might go to right? Paxton Lynch really soon. They just fired their yeah. offensive coordinator today. Yeah. So there's there's really a lot of risk here. There's there's, there's so a lot many of good risk. options,
0: but so much risk. Um, to me, to me, it's 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 really between those. It's between Osweiler. See, I just I wish I knew I knew who was playing there. Um. I mean, I frankly, I don't know why Osweiler's
2: even still playing now. But, no, you know. it's crazy. But I, I mean, like Lynch was injured, and I'm not sure he's 100%, and they're not f- fully confident with him yet. Yeah. But you expect to see Lynch pretty soon. Yeah.
0: I mean, Fitzpatrick is a decent option, as you said, but we don't know how long he's playing there. Uh, who Who's playing in – is it is, is it Blaine Gabbert's job now? Yeah, Houston? right. Arizona, in, in Arizona? I, don't know, I don't really know their
2: week-to-week situation.
0: Yeah. So a lot of question marks here. All right. I'm just going to say – I don't know. You know what? It's riveting. I, I'm, I'm going to go I'm gonna go with Jay Cutler. I'm
2: going to have faith okay. that he's going to come back and throw some more interceptions. Ooh, I don't know. Because you could get zero out of him. He might not play again. So I'll pick Josh McCown. Almost definitely going to play the next three, four weeks. Almost definitely going to lose. We'll probably get some turnovers against, you know, along the way. He's got Carolina, Tampa, New Orleans coming up. Wait, so. I got one more pick also, don't I? No, we played Tampa. No, you're done.
0: No, I only have four guys. I, no, I have you two picked, picks there. You I, took I took Cutler. Yeah, I know. For my wraparound, I took Cutler, and I was about to take another guy. and Then you jumped into. Oh, McCown. I thought
2: you picked somebody a minute ago.
0: Yeah, no, I'm just thinking out loud. Um, yeah, I mean, oh, so I you could steal the McCown for me. No, I don't. I don't want McCown. I mean, I understand why your team, because his team is going to lose. Yeah, I mean, who? I already have Eli. San Francisco. We don't know who their quarterback. So you is, have
2: Savage, right? Kaiser, Eli.
0: Yeah, you have all the guys from the losing teams, but not not necessarily the worst
2: quarterbacks. Mm-hmm, right. I have Trubisky uh, and Hundley yeah. and McCown. Yeah, I who do mean you San want to
0: Francisco. Um, I'll just uh, who's playing for Denver? Whatever you know, I'll just take Brock Osweiler. Well, who cares? He might not yeah, be the who cares, week, but, Yeah, who cares? Indeed. Um right. okay. Can now speaking of bad another? quarterbacks, yeah. So you, last week,
2: you said last you meant, week.
0: No, yeah. you said last week. We, we were talking I about bad last. quarterback matchups. I think we were talking about the Blaine Gabbert versus Tom Savage matchup, and then of mm-hmm. course we ended up seeing literally the worst quarterback performance in the history of the National Football League by Nathan Peterman for a half. And so we were speculating about what are the worst quarterback matchups to ever grace a football field. Now, when I say ever, I, I, I limited this just to, uh, to this century starting in 2000 because otherwise it would be too impossible. But I went mm-hmm. through and, and I looked up every single uh, quarterback matchup to ever exist in uh, the last 17 years of the NFL, uh, the last 18 years. And, and, and the way I defined it, the caveat is each quarterback's career approximate value, which is the pro football ref- uh, version of, uh, of win shares or war, has to be 10 or less. So you have to have two quarterbacks who, over their entire career, did nothing. So not just like a guy who was bad that year. You know, you could pick like Brett Favre's in the last season or something, but they have to be bad their whole careers. They have to be worthless quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, and also, I'm not. We're not going to include like you know Brett Hundley gets Mitch Trubisky this year because that's not fair. Because they might become something. Obviously, yeah, they could
2: become superstars.
0: Yeah, probably not, but. Um, so, by the way, in doing this, I accidentally dipped into the 90s a little bit, and I found somebody who started half the season for the Oakland Raiders in 1998, one of my favorite football seasons ever, who I yeah, never and heard of. My,
2: both of our probably most, the season we've talked about the most, and I was to each other. Uh,
0: there, there was something our, called Donald Hollis. We really Hollis. when
2: we first met over, like, uh, yeah. online, over, like, the 1998 Jets and Vikings, the two, the yeah. two teams that were, you know, the what-if teams.
0: Yeah. So, so what the hell is Donald Hollis? He started half the season for the Raiders in '98.
2: I remember the name, but if you had just woken me up at, like in bed one night and said, "Like, uh, did Donald Hollis ever play quarterback for the Raiders in the '90s?" I would have said, "No." What do you like for sure? No, was he a yeah? If, he was,
0: if you said, "Who's Donald Hollis?" I would have guessed he's like some congressman from Oklahoma who's involved in a sex scandal. Like, yeah, I, I have, maybe, maybe. I've never heard that name. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know he's way. doing now. He could. Yeah, what's his post? That. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and I, and <laughs> I just want to mention one other game, uh, which is an honorable mention because uh, one of, one of the starting quarterbacks in that game, Todd Collins, had 11 career WAR. So this game just just misses the cut. But on mm-hmm. October 10th, 2010, the Bears played the Panthers. The starting quarterbacks mm-hmm. were Todd Collins and Jimmy Clausen. So this game, as I said, technically doesn't count because Collins had 11 career uh, AV. But it gets honorable mention because it was such a hideous game and it featured an incredible four way of awful quarterbacks. Can I tell you the quarterbacks in this game? Todd yeah. Collins went six for 16 for 32 yards and four interceptions. Okay.
2: Yeah. He Collins had a quarterback was, like, like sneaky. Like he played enough that people sort of like mildly respected him, but he was sneakily trash six for 16 for 32 yards and four interceptions mm, that peterman
0: would is. be an all-time record except for the fact that it was broken yesterday by nathan yeah,
2: peterman amazing
0: but here's the craziest part he won the game he was the winning quarterback okay Wild. <laughs> caleb haley came off the bench to replace him caleb Haley. yeah caleb Haley came off the bench and threw for 19 yards okay meanwhile Wild. haney
2: uh, uh you know who played significant mints in an nfc championship
0: and, yes game. in an nfc yes and the, yes uh uh, Jimmy Clausen, I think it was that same season, Jimmy Clausen, the starting quarterback for the losing team, went 9-for-22 for 61 yards and an interception. So I mean, Clausen benched. was
2: unspeakably bad. Yeah. yeah really, he like, benched. one of the more underrated busts.
0: He got benched for Matt Moore, who's up back in the league as a starting quarterback this week. Matt yeah. Moore went 5-for-10 for 35 yards and two interceptions. <laughs> okay? Wow. So, in, in total, the four quarterbacks combined for 43% passing, seven interceptions, and 91 yards. <laughs> <laughs> Of passing offense, four quarterbacks and a 39 year old Todd Collins in the last regular season game of his career. And by the way, I say last regular season game because crazily enough, he came into divisional round against the Packers that year when Cutler hurt himself. Collins did as well. Haney and Collins both played actually. Mm-hmm. So, which I did not remember that Collins played in that game. So yeah, so that so that that's that's a truly incredible game. But that that doesn't even come close to my uh, top 20 uh, because unfortunately Collins doesn't make it. Um, so we have. We have a lot of Jets in my top—oh, we're doing top 20, top 10? What are we doing here?
2: Uh, No, let's just do t- top five, really. Top, okay.
0: Um, by the way, two of the top 10 both happened on Thanksgiving. And, and here's the big upset. Both featured not the Detroit uh, Lions, as you would think, but the Dallas Cowboys.
2: Yeah, uh, that's not what I would have thought.
0: Yeah, so that's a big upset. So, yeah, it's, it's a very timely episode for Thanksgiving. Um, So, all right, we'll just do the top five then. Uh, so I have uh, Carolina against Arizona that same season. That was Jimmy Clausen against John Skelton.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I have uh uh in 2011 the next year, the Bears again, Caleb Haney started against Tyler palco for the Chiefs. The Chiefs won yeah. that game ten to three. <laughs> wow. Tyler Palco, uh, that's an old time. Uh, in two thousand four, the Bears. Uh yet again, uh this time it was uh Craig Krenzel started for the Bears and he beat San Francisco, Ooh. who started Ken Dorsey.
2: Craig Krenzel, I think, was like a science student or something, was like famous <laughs> for that.
0: Uh, My number two pick is uh, in 2000. The Bengals beat the Browns, and by the way, Bengals Browns is almost always a bad quarterback matchup. You know, Uh, almost always. Yeah, the Bengals beat the Browns. Uh, This was a game. Akili Smith, who was the number three overall pick, only won three games in his entire career, and this was one of them. He won 12 to three against the probable coach of the year, Doug Peterson for the Cleveland Browns. Mm -hmm. And then the number one worst quarterback matchup of all time happened on Thanksgiving 13 years ago. To the day of what will be uh, this Thanksgiving, it was the only matchup ever where both quarterbacks for their career had zero AV. They did not have a single point of any value whatsoever in their entire careers, and that was Drew Henson for the Cowboys against uh, the aforementioned Craig Krenzel for the uh, Chicago Bears. Yeah. So, quite a matchup. The, the Henson-Krenzel matchup. So, yeah, we uh, on Thanksgiving this year will not be suffering through anything like uh, like Henson-Krenzel.
2: No. The, right. The injury yeah. quarterbacks did not hit us on Thanksgiving, Right.
0: Yeah, and and I have like a top twenty-five chart. If anybody wants to hear more of the uh, truly, truly awful quarterbacks, but
2: why would you? Thank you for your service, Chester. Yeah, <laughs> I spent like four hours looking that up. My wife would be so proud. Uh, so what yeah, else? She blames talk? the she blames the podcast. Your wife is on the verge of canceling the show. Yes, it, it, she
0: thinks she has producer
2: powers. Yeah, I, I like. She doesn't realize that. Like, if she ever said it's canceled, like I'm gonna have to have a talk with her. Like. You need to go to r- literal rehab for your chart making, but you spend one hour a week making this podcast. Yeah, I did explain to her that – because well, part of the problem is you allowed
0: her, against my uh, instructions, by the way, into the 32 Fans Facebook Can I kick group. her
2: out now, or will she actually be
0: mad it's, if I do it, that? that? It's too late. That's the problem. You shouldn't have allowed her in the first place. I know. Now that she's she, in, she can't, can't kick her out. out. Well,
2: I – you know, we both have admin powers, and I let her in. Would you have not let her in? I would not have let her in.
0: What what benefit could there be?
2: Yeah, I thought it would be funny. And then she, like, participated in the 33rd fan stuff. But Yeah, but
0: now all she sees is me commenting 8,000 times a day. and So she thinks that I'm doing this. because She thinks that the podcast is causing me to do all this, which, again, as you said, I'd be doing this anyway. It's just of that course. instead of doing it for myself, I'm, I'm sharing yeah. it with six nerds. But you
2: actually need, like, to go away for, like, inpatient chart-making addiction therapy. But it has nothing to do with this show, which is one-hour week where we could just call – you could call me up while you are at work and we could talk about football for an hour – and it's the exact same thing as this show, and she would never say anything about it. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, she, she wants this podcast done. Well, I want your marriage done. So, like, it's a good <laughs> thing she doesn't listen to the show, where I've advocated you getting divorced, like, four straight weeks. <laughs> Wait, it's a good thing she doesn't listen? I thought you do want that. I Yeah, I do, but I feel like uh, yeah, she's going to – Then I'm really, like, you know, enemy number one, which I probably am already.
1: Well, you find – I do- found
2: that yeah. most – Of my my friends' wives don't like me. You find that also for you or no? Mm,
0: So my male friends' female wives. Yes. Trying to think here. Um. See how many of my friends do I hang out with their wives? Enough for them. I don't. Oh,
2: I would never. Like that's not what I'm saying. Like I. I don't because I, but I think they all think I'm a bad influence on them. That's what that's what I always that's the feedback I always get. No, I, I, don't, like, I don't. I don't know that repetition. If Akiva's around, you're just gonna be doing something without me. Like he doesn't want me there, so you're gonna be watching football. You're gonna, you know, you're gonna be gambling on stuff. Like it's it, you know, and it's ironic because like I don't think I'm a bad influence. Well, I'm not really doing anything bad. Like you know, there's nothing there's nothing too crazy going on. But like it'll usually be sports or gambling related or eating whatever. Like, but they're not involved. Like they, you know, they're not invited. But I I, I, like I'm pretty much I feel like I'm almost universally disliked by my friend's wife. (laughs) But it's it's like a mark of credit, I think, in many ways. Oh, yeah. No, I take it. Listen, yeah. uh, Our our, uh, my friend Klein, you know, Klein, uh, he once I I, like befriended him in college. And at one point he said to me and I I was already married by the time I met him. uh, And he said to me, like, you're my hero. And I said, "What? like, that's pathetic. Like, why am I your hero? He's like, because we've hung out, like, 75 times the last two years, and I've never met your wife. <laughs> 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 Although, I, ironically, his wife, I think, is one of the only wives who tolerates me, Orly. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Well, um, probably largely because, yeah, yeah, she's not really weird. Well, we live in, <laughs> in a different right. country. They probably yeah. um, <laughs> that's all true. right, so I, let's go to quick picks for the, uh, for the games. Why don't you rank them from 16 to 1 this week? All right, well, I've already done that,
0: obviously. I had to Or, or you could do Thanksgiving first
2: and then rank the Sunday games,
0: whatever you want. Yeah. Well, we are starting with Thanksgiving first because the Thursday night game, which, again, it's impo- you can't watch three games on Thanksgiving. It's too much football. It's
2: really – you know what? The trip to fan really kicks in. But uh, this is not the most original take in the world, but, uh, you know, I, I truly do believe it. Turkey sucks. I don't yeah, eat so white wife... we... Turkey's yeah, that my good? My wife? Like, I love Thanksgiving. I love Thanksgiving food. I love stuffing. I love the cranberry stuff. Tur- like, if, if you go to a restaurant – and you're, let's say you, you go out on a date, Chester. Pretend, hopefully, one day you'll assume you'll be single. You go out with a girl. <laughs> you meet her on Tinder. Yeah. And J-Swipe. And By the way, go, being single today would be infinitely better than when we were single. A million times better. Yeah. Our <laughs> stupidest, fattest, ugliest, dumbest friends are, are all cleaning up. Now, the well, so yeah. thing about it, when we dated, we didn't have money. And now, like, we are making a rain. Um, yeah. the, so if you, if you, uh so you go out on a date. And the girl, you go to the restaurant, and the girl orders turkey. Like, you're calling the police. Like, my point is, nobody likes turkey. You eat it one day a year. Foods that you only eat one day a year suck. So first of all, no, you don't eat
0: one day. You eat it a lot of holidays. You know, like, uh, our our Christian friends eat it on Christmas. We eat it on,
2: like, usually on Sukkot. Like, it's eaten on other holidays. You eat turkey on Sukkot? Like, that's not a thing. You just made that up. No, we always do. Is that not a thing? That's a no. That's a stupid Chester family tradition. Your mom is probably serving you the leftover turkey from ten <laughs> months ago.
0: No, the problem is that my whole family is like vegetarian. So what happens is my mother makes like a sixteen pound turkey. Well, who's a vegetarian? And then, yells at, and then everyone in my family, and then yells everyone at but me. You? Pretty much.
2: And then did we talk about not- last week how your brother randomly runs like? Uh, did I mention this on the podcast that your brother randomly runs like? marathons in the twos even though he looks like uh, you know, like i could beat him up easily <laughs> i mean it's not <laughs> random like you can't randomly run marathon in the twos you have to like train I'm saying he doesn't even train he's not like like i have friends who run marathons in the four and, a halves, and like all their whole life is marathon like their personality yeah. is i run marathons like he yeah. doesn't talk about it doesn't train and then runs marathons like well, like, well no, i mean he, re- he runs every day he doesn't he does not not okay. training but he's not like he's uh, he, it's not his religion he doesn't like post about it all day on Facebook. He posts I mean, about You're obviously
0: football. in, you're, if you're running marathons in
2: sub three hours, you're obviously in very good shape. So, yeah. It's crazy. He should really train yeah. and then, like, he's faster than, if he trained, he'd be faster than the fastest woman on earth, basically. That's not a very woke take. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, he could, he, he's not going to contend with the men with a 250, even if he cuts it to 235. But I think that's women marathons, I think, are in the 220s, 230s. I, maybe they've gotten a little faster. I'm not sure. Yeah, and marathoning is actually a sport you can do even into your like your thirties and forties. Yes, yeah, I think about so. forty, you're not competitive anymore. But yeah, you can. You don't peak yeah. at like twenty three like some other running rate. like Usain Bolt's retired. Uh, you know, you don't yeah, have to do that I know he
0: he ran New York a couple years ago in like two fifty three, two fifty four, something like that. Yeah, Crazy. he ran the marathon in Athens uh, just last week in two fifty eight, something like that. Yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, so Thanksgiving, so I like turkey personally, but the problem mm-hmm. is my mother makes this entire turkey and then yells at me breakfast lunch and dinner for the next week eat turkey Eat turkey turkey yeah, that's go why bad. she serves it
2: to you on, on a holiday in september 10 months later like, <laughs> what's your mom uh, your mom is a vegetarian who makes turkey for you on thanksgiving
0: well so here's the challenge so this year as i think we discussed last Does jerry week, eat, i'm eat meat jerry will jerry likes to uh to judge and criticize a lot of activities that he will engage in himself oh okay so yeah, you know, J- jerry's a critic so he he will he will eat Meat. I mean, not really. He'll eat poultry, and he'll eat meat on very rare occasions. Uh-huh. But then he will constantly criticize me or others for consuming too much meat and
2: living in. Well, a so healthy why lifestyle. don't you? So it's only a health thing. There's there's no there's no concern about the about the fact that you're like slaughtering animals and stuff. Well, I, I think that's part of it, probably for my brother. Tens and my of sister. millions of turkeys are murdered every year, and they don't even taste good. Well,
0: so Jen does not want to make turkey for Thanksgiving for the exact reasons you just cited. Jen got much. And more, I, to I thought her, Jen was like a
2: Republican. She got much more woke <laughs> than
0: I thought. <laughs> There's a picture, and uh, she, she would be not. You. be – She wouldn't like me discussing this on the podcast, but whatever. There's a picture of her in some newspaper from 2004, uh, yeah. publicly supporting George Bush. Actually,
2: <laughs> so yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> why are you laughing
2: that's not like funny yeah it's
0: just It'd a be thing funny she funny if it was she George
2: H.W. Bush and she was like oh. no. no she voted for Bush in 2004 oh so, my God. Yeah. like it's one I thing mean, in 2000 because well, you didn't even know he was and you're like well Al Gore's kind of a dork by 2004 I mean Bush did better at 04 than he did in 2000 so I know but like but you knew what he, he was Yeah. Act, like, act, actually won like, I don't know vote. he seemed like a nice dumb guy
0: yeah she, she actually told me her and her one and her best friend were the only two people in her sorority who voted for Bush in 04. And she says the next uh, day, like on election night, she was very unpopular at her sorority.
2: <laughs> why would you tell people? Yeah, no, you should lie. Yeah, even...
0: yeah, yeah, she's in like a Jewish the sorority. at University of Michigan. At, there at, aren't like a lot of campus yeah. voting for. Exactly, yeah. Anyway, Bush. So, that's yeah, insane. So, yeah, anyway. so um, Why are Je- we talking about who Jen voted for in 04. I'm going to have to back
2: this up. Oh, because vegetarian. But Jen eats oh, so, meat, yeah. right?
0: Yeah, but she feels bad about it. She okay. tries
2: to minimize it. So anyway, so uh-huh. she says to me,
0: verbatim what you just said: "I don't even like turkey. Why are millions of turkeys being slaughtered for something I don't even like? We're not making sure. turkey for Thanksgiving." And I said to her, "Do you understand the shit I'm going to get from my family, especially like my brother-in-law, who aforementioned on this podcast? Although I think I'm editing that part out. <laughs> if he he's a big meat eater and a big traditionalist, yeah. if yeah. he comes to my house on Thanksgiving and doesn't get fed a turkey, yeah, I no, you have never to warn people of ahead
2: of time. What about like a vegan turkey?"
0: No, 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 no. We're not going to do something insane like that. No, we were going to make meatballs and brisket instead. Yeah, but you could make and meatballs, I,
2: brisket, and have a turkey.
0: Well, that's so that so now that's what's happening. So she's making the meatballs, and I have to make the turkey. You so have to, she, make, I, people, I, I
2: wouldn't even know. Like, I would have to hire a personal chef. Like, I wouldn't know how to make a turkey. Like, if you why, said, like, Kiva, we've, you could use YouTube or any sort of uh, yeah. <laughs> resource. you have to make an edible turkey. I'll give you 50 million dollars. <laughs> yeah. You can't get help. That would never human happen. Be. Yeah, I would have yeah. no chance. Again, yeah. I don't well, know I'm how not, to turn on the oven.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I'm not as helpless as you. I mean, I, I've made an entire. No one's as helpless meal before. as Before, like, I have to ask yeah. for
2: like where the milk is.
0: I've made it. Well, I think my my roommate, my first two years in law school, uh, is very close to you. But uh, you you guys, it would be a very interesting competition in terms okay. of like if there was a like a, a no skills
2: Olympics. Can you change a light bulb? I could change a light bulb.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I I think he could like screw it in, but then he'd accidentally electrocute himself and right. probably. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, so I've made. An I entire asked my wife like, meal, like about being handy. Turkey. She's
2: like. Well, you're strong. You could like carry things. Oh, <laughs> <Aw>, she makes you <laughs> <me> feel good. <laughs> so, yeah, so I've made everything but
0: the turkey. And I, yeah, I don't know how to make a turkey. So that's going to be a disaster. So don't come to the Chester House if you want a good turkey this Thanksgiving.
2: But, yeah, it sounds um, terrible. Tr- you should just buy one yeah. from the store.
0: Well, we already did buy one, but it's uncooked, and so I got. Well, why can't you? you there's pair. no ready-made
2: turkeys in the store the week before I'm sure you
0: could. I, I'm not spending eighty dollars on a turkey. Like so I have cheap. some self-respect.
2: What self-respect? Doesn't your time have value? Do you know how much time you have to spend on this? Turkey? Actually, hold on. It
0: would cost more than eighty dollars because the the uncooked turkey Jen told me cost forty-seven dollars, which seems like a lot of money for a turkey.
2: Yeah, well, I'm, I'm sure tur- in two weeks you get one for twenty bucks probably. <laughs> if they even sell them in the store, what suckers buying a turkey in December? Yeah, post Thanksgiving. Yeah. All right.
0: This was this was supposed to be a discussion of the Thursday night game, which is a garbage game between the Giants and Washington. Uh, a meaningless game and I really uh, like how Washington's
2: playing. I mean, I know they lost, but like they're trying so hard with the half a roster.
0: Gruden's I doing mean, a good
2: job, honestly.
0: It's it's really incredible the way that they found a the way to lose that game. It was you similar know, to that. It's they had t- a, what
2: is it? Ninety nine point eight percent win percentage. Yeah, but I never felt like it was impossible. It never felt like yeah, oh, but, this game is.
0: But now, awesome. but now they're four and six, and their season's over. Especially in the NFC, where as I said, a ten and six team is going to miss the playoffs. So yeah, their season's over. So see you later, Washington. But will they beat the Giants this week? The suddenly uh, resurgent Giants.
2: I mean, the Giants are frisky. Uh, you know they didn't even Are have Shepard yesterday. Yeah
0: or, or is Kansas City much much worse than we think? Both both. Kansas City but, has lost Kansas City has lost 4 to 5 and their only win is against garbage Denver. The
2: Giants have sort of settled into like first of all they didn't even have Shepard yesterday cuz he had migraines but like Shepard Lewis, Ingram like they're back to competent receivers, amazingly, after losing Beckham and Shepard, uh, Beckham and Marshall. And competent, res-
0: they scored twelve points in five quarters. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Ah,
2: but they were missing their best receiver yesterday. He wasn't there. I'm just yeah. saying, like, yeah. Dark was competent. You know, Gallman. I Dark think was very young. good, actually. Very good. Yeah, he's gonna, been a great runner. They're probably going to start using Gallman more. I, I, I just
0: Roger Lewis had probably the catch of the year.
2: Great catch. I. I and by pretty- the way, I thought he
0: rolled into the end zone. I thought he was touched before he had um, possession of the ball.
2: It was, it was very close. And then – how stupid are that? going to do the next game was play? matter the ball's, well, the ball's hold, on the fuck Who cares? It's an extra but, point. But, but,
0: but hold on. On the next play, the Giants – the ball was on the one-and-a-half yard line. The Giants are one and eight. And on the next play, Eli, instead Niels. of trying to score a touchdown yeah.
2: yeah. – Yeah. It was why very not upsetting. Least, I lost like a tenth of a fantasy point because he lost – Why the not coaching.
0: Why not at least Why not at least just run the ball forward once? Like, you're one and eight. The odds of a fumble are higher than the odds of a missed field yeah, goal. But it, it was,
2: the, the, the field of you know the field goal from from you know twenty one yards out is ninety eight or ninety nine percent. Yeah, right. uh, it, it misses
0: sometimes. I am a fan of Blair Walsh, so I'm aware of that. All right, so all right, so Washington's gonna win that game, but we don't care, right?
2: Right. All
0: right. Uh, second worst game of the week, Cleveland at Cincy. I'm not even gonna discuss that. Although Cincy with another win, this is the first wa-
2: week where it's like they sh- this shouldn't even be on the Red Zone channel. And until yeah. now, there's not been a game where it's like, okay, that game shouldn't even be shown on the Red Zone channel, but now it's like, oh, we know these teams are out of it, even though the Bengals aren't technically out of it because they AFC is so bad. You shouldn't even look at this game. Yeah, but so here's my what hot What if text. the so Bengals get w- that garbage succeed and Marvin Lewis keeps his job again? How funny would that Well, be?
0: so that's what I'm saying. So I had to adjust my excitement index because the Packers and Cowboys both lost at home and I thought they were going to win, so their games in Week 16 and 17 don't matter anymore. I now have, as the Week 17 flex game... Cincinnati at Baltimore, they're both going to be 8-7. Yeah. They're going to be playing a play-in game for the
2: finals uh, wildcard. I mean, in obviously, AFC. any play-in game, w- w- does the loser make the playoffs or no? No, they're both going to be 8-7. Right, so and that seven. automatically, the be the... NBC wants that game. So that automatically would be in the pretend Chester world of the game. But, but who
0: wants to watch Cincinnati at Baltimore? You don't Who get cares? It
2: to... I mean, listen, people mocked Seattle and the Rams like no game. In and the that, NFL and, NFL and NFL then in. the
0: winner of that game gets to face Kansas City the next week at Saturday at 4 p.m. So for sure.
2: same thing about the Saints, and the winner of the Seattle Rams game beat the Saints. Yeah. All right. Okay, so
0: since he's going to be Cleveland
2: uh,
0: and then we're starting to get into the own 16 conversation but we'll get to that in a couple of weeks. The next one I have Seattle at San Francisco.
2: Uh, you know, obviously. Oh uh, wait, did easily. you see the report? You Jackson wants more control of, of personnel decisions. <laughs> like, can you imagine? Like, what if you showed up at work, like just pooped on the floor and left every day for like a month, and then came in and is like, I need a raise and more. I need to like be able to hire my own secretary. Did
0: you hear the stats? So his career winning percentage is uh, zero four or something like that. He's like yeah. one in twenty five, whatever he is. For Bill Belichick to have the same career winning percentage, he would have to lose six thousand one hundred games in a row. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you can only hope. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, he's a guy who has to have uh, more control of his franchise. All right, Seattle to San Francisco. Uh, we're both picking Seattle, I assume, right? Yeah. All right, those are the one star games. Let's get to a two star game. Miami at New England. Uh, not that Matt Moore should be in a two star game. Uh, the Patriots are, but the they're definitely winning the Super Bowl as we
2: said. In the, the spread, preseason, I, you know, I didn't guess the spreads this week. I don't know how you did, but the spread in this game is insanely high. I guessed fourteen and a half, and I was too low.
0: Sixteen and a half, I saw. Yeah, I was way too low. And there's there's a lot of huge spreads this week. We have a uh, uh, the Eagles at home against Chicago is a big spread. We have a uh, Pittsburgh at home against the uh, Brett Hundley is a big spread. Yeah. So and those are actually the next two games on my list. So the Eagles at home against Chicago that's another garbage game. Uh, and then uh, Pittsburgh at home against the Packers uh, that's Sunday night football. That obviously looked a lot better when Aaron Rodgers was playing.
2: Yeah. Well, what's Sunday yeah. night football? Right. Green Bay where? At Pittsburgh. Uh, you know I'm surprised that game didn't get flexed, but I guess the, the Packers aren't eliminated.
0: I mean, they're they're five and five, and the the only game in which they've been remotely close since Rodgers went down was against the Bears. So, which mm-hmm. tricked me that that tricked me to thinking they were still a little bit feisty, and that's why I unfortunately picked them to beat the Ravens last week. Okay. All right, uh, and then another two star game. We have Denver, who's out of it against Oakland. Oakland at four and six, still unfortunately uh, in the wild card race.
2: Oh, I mean, I don't know why are they bad.
0: Well, the receivers can't catch for one thing. Their defense isn't any good. And look, this was a team that was this was a 500 team last year that lucked into a 12 and 4 record. And yeah. they're about a 500 team this year People again. People
2: thought there'd be regression, but nobody thought this regressing. Yeah.
0: Well, again, they're lucky because they're in the AFC. I mean, look, this week they're p- p- playing at home against Denver. That should be a win, right? Yes. That gets you to 5 and 6. Next week they're at home against the Giants. That gets you a win. that gets you to 6 and 6. Okay. 6 and yeah. 6, all of a sudden you're very much in the playoff race in the AFC.
2: Yeah. Right. No, they I'm not putting a fork in them other than like yeah. looking at the performance. It's not ideal. Yeah, not ideal at all. Um,
0: yeah, okay, so that's uh, that's the end of our two-star. And you have Oakland winning, though, right? Yes. All right, so we have no disagreements yet. Our last two-star game is Tennessee at Indy. I have Tennessee winning that game to get to 7-4.
2: Uh, Yeah, obviously. All right,
0: Jacksonville at Arizona. I have this as a three-star game. It should probably be a two-star game. I'm not sure what I see in this game. But, um, you know, I mean, Jacksonville's definitely playing well,
2: but Arizona, you know, is on the same level of like Cleveland and the Jets. Like, yeah, they're, they're done. Like, so they shouldn't. Yeah. Get out. I guess Jack- there's a little bit the- of a curiosity factor with Jacksonville. Like, what are they? But they're not like a fun team to watch, really.
0: Well, one of the interesting things, you know, it, it, their defense is. Like the Vikings, for example, defense, because the Vikings also have a competent offense, so they're blowing teams out, which means mm-hmm. that their defense will give up like a garbage touchdown late in the game, like that happened against like the Saints and it happened against the Ravens. It happened, you know, a bunch of times. The Jacksonville defense can't afford that because they don't have a big enough lead because Bortles stinks. So the Jacksonville defense shuts teams down for 60 minutes. Right. Uh, you know, so yeah, for fantasy reasons, you should not be starting any quarterback against Jacksonville. So yeah, don't start like Gabbard in fantasy this week. <laughs> no, that's good advice. In case you were thinking about it. All right. So I have Arizona winning, though.
2: Uh, no, I have the Jaguars winning. It's it's
0: the it's the Blaine Gabbert revenge game.
2: <laughs> yeah, but you know it's Gabbert against a good defense.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know why I like Gabbert. He was not good last week. But all right, so so that's our first disagreement, which means that's your first win. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Uh, all right, uh, Buffalo at Kansas City. This is two teams really headed in the wrong direction. The only reason this is a three star game is because look at five and five and six and four. These teams are right in the middle of the playoff race. In the end, you
2: know what would be the worst loss in fantasy history. If someone yeah. lost by like one point because they were playing like an inactive owner who left Tyrod Taylor in his quarterback, and yeah. then like he comes in <laughs> off the bench and scores eighteen points,
0: yeah, Tyrod Taylor had a, had another typical good Tyrod Taylor fantasy day.
2: Yeah, you've been a uh, yeah, Taylor fan for a long time, and uh, yeah, I mean yeah, his stock has just never been higher. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, all right. So uh, Kansas City's going to beat Buffalo, right? Yes, but they, they both didn't beat stand. anybody, but yeah, yeah. All right, uh, Houston at Baltimore. That's our Monday Night Football matchup, and yet again, it's two ugly, crappy teams, but they're in the playoff race in the crappy AFC.
2: Yeah, uh, Houston's not going to be able to move the ball on Baltimore with Savage. Yeah, Baltimore's defense is good. They're, listen, you know Simmons and and people always talk about like, well, let's just find a team that does one thing well, right? And their defense is a playoff defense. Their offense is obviously not a playoff offense. Joe Flacco. Yeah, Flacco's the worst, like better quarterback in the NFL in leagues. Yeah, it's it, he's yeah. awful. Yeah, I mean he's, he's worse than Gabbert. Like he's worse than all these guys. It's crazy. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I don't even before. know what He's you do Eli. about him. Like, do you try and improve on get, and Flacco in the offseason? Like, the Ravens seem, like, nah. blindly loyal. There, there's him. nothing they could—it's sort of like Eli. They're locked in. He is what he is. Eli was never nearly this bad, though. Even you, the yeah. world's biggest Eli hater, has to admit that.
0: Oh. Well, Eli had—Eli was the worst quarterback in the league. wasn't. Yeah, 13, but even, 14, the, even he, the year yeah, he, he threw had like one 30
2: interceptions, they still moved the ball all game. Like, Flacco can't complete a yeah. pass.
0: By the way, since I mentioned Eli, I'm very excited. We're not going to discuss it on the podcast this week, but— I uh, I finished my uh, Chester QBR plus mm-hmm. rankings, and I I, w- I went back and basically every quarterback in history. I found their their Chester quarterback ranking relative to the league that year, and then I found that for career numbers. And it's a uh, to- it's caused me to completely uh, reassess my all time. Yeah, no, there's going to be
2: Exhibit A at your divorce so, trial. Yeah. So this thing you've been working <laughs> on for a few weeks. I'm excited. <laughs> Will you right, so still Baltimore's speak to winning. me if I testify uh, against you at the trial? <laughs> but like I mean, under the pretense that I just want you to like have more free time. And that Jen yeah, is I'll have the a lot podcast. more free time on my hands, so I'll have to be talking to somebody, I guess. Yeah, that's yeah. true. All right. By the way,
0: I think that the most hated person by your friend's wives would be, th- and, and I don't want to make anybody feel bad who's divorced because it sucks enough already, but if you're divorced, then your your friend's wives must really hate you. Oh, then you're no, no, around, no, for you're sure. Oh, yeah, to, no, the
2: divorced yeah. guy. The, the no wife wants that end. guy around. Yeah. Or if you're married for a long time, I think some t- like, I'm not, certainly not all single people, but the single guy who acts like a divorced guy. You know who's who's sort of like always in um, women mode. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a like a certain person. Like we're both thinking. I won't say their name. Like that's the ter- type person. Like oh, your your wife is gonna hate the most. Yeah. Because they're always just trying to drag you away from them, and also right. And it's like uh, right the divorce, and then it's like the wives think like oh, I don't want the divorce guy around. He's gonna like catch the divorce fever and then divorce me. Yeah, well. <laughs> Of any football podcast on the internet, we talk about divorce the most. Just FYI, guys. (laughs) Yes, we definitely do. Hold on one second.
0: I got to call Jen. Sorry. Speaking of of (laughs) (laughs) One second.
2: All right, let's go. Man, she is rough to you on the phone. She's always like an angry librarian. (laughs) She just shouldn't get the I love you. I love you is for like a nice call.
0: (laughs) You're feeling bad about the divorce talk now, hey?
2: (laughs) No, I'm not feeling bad. I I feel like uh, it was a good call. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's nothing i don't hear every day but yeah, yeah. uh it just the, the frustrating part of marriage is that anything bad that happens is always your fault it's crazy like why can't she deal with this guy like she sounds like she's a hard ass like why can't she all right what the hell are
0: we talking about oh we, we the raven's are gonna be houston yeah all right uh the panthers are playing the jets
2: yikes i think the panther i think the wheels are coming off the jets here
0: you had a bye week. You can't uh, get things together.
2: Yeah, well, you know, you give Todd Bowles two weeks to prepare, and he's basically yeah. beatable.
0: Look, you're you're technically in the playoff race, but you're playing at home against Carolina, who's got mm-hmm. seven wins. And the next week yeah. at home against Kansas City, who's probably got seven wins. Yeah. So, uh, you got And New then you're Orleans, at Denver.
2: Patriots. My favorite schedule lose, stat but. this year is that the Bills have not played the Patriots or the Dolphins yet, and they don't play them this week or next week. Yeah, so. <laughs> I know. They end with four out of five against those two teams.
0: Yeah. By the way, th- this would be the worst possible outcome for you, as a Jets fan. You beat Carolina this week. You get to five and oh, six. I, I will you beat be Kansas so City next week. You get to six and six.
2: No, I don't right? really want to hear it. No. By the you way, go playing into, meaningful games go, in December is not the worst possible. Hold on.
0: Outcome. You go into Denver. You win. You are seven and six. No cares. Okay? That's a
2: great season at that point. This is not the worst possible outcome. Well, I thought seven and nine was the worst outcome to you. Oh, seven and nine, and yeah, seven and nine is pretty bad.
0: Well, you're yeah. seven and six. Okay, then you go to the Saints. That's a loss. No, the Obviously, worst is seven eight and eight. Seven. The worst is
2: four and eight, eight and eight. That's the worst. Okay,
0: go go to the Patriots. Go to the Patriots. That's an obvious loss. You're seven and eight, and then week seventeen. Who are you playing? Week seventeen, Miami, like a, Buffalo, yeah. Miami, uh, right? Miami. Yeah, yeah. All right, then you had a meaningless win there to finish eight and eight. No, we
2: played Miami. We're <laughs> playing Buff- Buffalo weeks. No, we're playing the Patriots week seventeen.
0: Oh yeah, you get another Patriots game. Oh no, that that's that's it. So you're uh, you're losing like. Seventeen to nothing at halftime. The Patriots sit everybody. You come back to win the game, and then at the four p.m. slot, you get eliminated by a playoff. You know. No,
1: nah,
2: I know. If that, you're that, in the playoff race, the last week of the year, that's not worst case. That's exciting. That's okay, all right. I
0: thought you wanted to go one sixteen. Or okay, I, of
2: course, or I do. But but like the worst case. This at is this moot. Point,
0: bec- this is moot because Carolina's winning this week. Yeah, right? they're
2: going to crush them. Yeah, Carolina's
0: okay. All right. Uh, in the last three-star game, this game got downgraded. Although we'll see what Atlanta does today, but uh, Tampa Bay at Atlanta, Tampa's out of it. Atlanta, I don't see a way for them to make the playoffs. They have to like pull off wins in every one of these
2: games. Yeah, I mean, you know, Dallas is in trouble, obviously, also. But the five and yeah. fives, like oh, we Dallas, said in the though, NFC, yeah. like Detroit six and four, they're in every game, so I do think they're going to be able to stick around. They have an outside shot at ten and six, nine and seven seems very likely for Detroit. Which here's the crazy probably thing. Won't for
0: Atlanta. Out. This week is literally the easiest game they have remaining on their schedule.
2: That's crazy. Well, so, how about this? If Seattle wins, is the NFC playoff race now a seven teams for six slots race with Detroit in the clear seventh spot? Detroit's not making the playoffs. The same, the, 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 I think the six spots in yeah, the but NFC six, are locked You don't get anyway. right off a six and four team, though.
0: I, in the NFC, where you got to win 11 games, I think you can.
2: Uh, well, you don't have to win 11. 10 is going to be fine. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Again, I think we'll But do you what I'm the saying? Like, th- there's. Would you write off a five and five Falcons team and the five and five Cowboys team?
0: If you're not writing off a six and four team, you can't write off a five and five team. A five and five team can pull off six straight wins.
2: Yeah, but it, theory. Six, I am not saying you literally need the them. But yeah. is it realistically then a seven team race for six spots?
0: Again, I think it's already realistically a six team
2: race oh, for six 16. spots. Okay, that's crazy. So
0: Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I don't believe in Detroit. I haven't believed in them all year. So all right, so uh Atlanta's gonna be Tampa at home. We got two uh, four star games. This four and six Chargers, who probably, frankly, in my opinion, should be favored. Obviously, they're not. The Chargers are a really decent team. If they had a decent kicker, they'd be six and four. They'd be winning that division right now.
2: Yeah, no, they're they're in the playoff race. No one wants to play them in December or late. They're
0: facing the Cowboys, the five and five Cowboys. Again, an absolute must win for the Cowboys, or their season's over.
2: The loss. Who would have guessed that the loss of a left tackle could
0: just destroy an entire
2: franchise? Yeah. Um, Jerry Jones getting madder and madder each week. I just think the Chargers are going to go into Dallas and ruin Thanksgiving. <laughs> well, not for us. Well, no, they're not going to ruin my Thanksgiving. I just like close games yeah. on Thanksgiving. I mean, I want the, Raven, the Vikings to lose by 40 as you're eating vegan turkey and being yelled at by your wife and mom. <laughs>
0: no, I'm going to be driving to Queen to Queens and back,
2: remember? Oh, are you literally doing that? There were so many people in the group who were like, do not pick up your dad.
0: Well, it's not my dad. It's my, my dad would understand. It's my mom who won't understand. My mom actually started yelling at me at the mere discussion of me not going to pick her up. She said, oh, I'm not coming then."
2: Good. Well, that's a win-win. What's that? That's not a threat. Uh, wait. So you mean, what if you paid for an Uber? She's still not coming. No, my my, my parents don't care about paying for the Uber. It's the principle the matter. Which I by the way, they don't always. Come how did up you not? Airport, so how did you not drill into your parents' head after so many years of being a crazy sports fan? That see, I, I I was playing the long game so much better than you because like my famously, mother told me
0: she booked this ticket a couple weeks ago. My dad didn't know either. She just booked tickets no, without consulting no, with anybody. Here's the deal:
2: your mom, my mom, knows that she's not nearly as important as a Jets playoff game, but yeah. your mom doesn't know that. But we've had the same amount of time on the earth, minus you. You're four months older than me. For you know to set the record straight, and like I made it clear that I needed to like have a cable TV in my room when I was eight years old or nine years old, so I could, like, you know, watch games, night games, without having to, like, fall asleep on the couch or something. And I made it clear when the first time my wife met my parents, we had to take, like, a train to the middle of nowhere so I wouldn't miss a second (laughs) of the Jet Games. We could listen on the radio on the way home, uh, you know, because I couldn't get it on the long Island railroad. Like, I set the record straight the second I met my wife, the second I met my parents out of the womb. Like, why have you not done this? Like, it's insane. It bothers me so much. That that there's people in your life who think that they matter more than the Vikings. Yeah. All right. Well, we're not going to solve that one today.
0: No. So, well, can uh, we
2: call the, Fran right now? It's Fern. Fern.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fran. You can call somebody named Fran Chester. I don't know who that is. Uh, all right. So I think that uh, the Dallas is going to win because I pick them every week and I'm wrong every week. But uh, so that's our second. No, screen. I got a lock.
2: Chargers in a right sub-lock.
0: now. Yeah. You you have Chargers in Jack- Jacksonville. I have Arizona and Dallas. I'm really not making yeah, smart you're not decisions liking here. Your own picks. Uh, okay. Yeah. Minnesota at Detroit. Uh, that's the second best game of the week. Uh, not not a great game, but it's an important game because if Detroit wins, they're just a game behind the Vikings, and they yeah, have uh, this even though season, you've written them. Sweep. <sighs> yeah. And by the way, Detroit is going to win this game.
2: Yeah, I, I do like Detroit at sho- home. I was shocked that the Vikings were favored. Actually, I mean, Detroit looked really bad against the Bears. Like the Bears could have. I easily picked against won
0: it. the. Vi- I've been picking against the Vikings every week though, so maybe I'm just pessimistic.
2: Yeah. Uh, I, I, I I like the Vikings. Uh, I, the line seventeen fourteen. Yeah, um, I mean that's a I guaranteed score. Like, that's a lock score for you. Yeah, 17-14. Mm-hmm. The
0: Vikings, like, it, it's it's really incredible. Like, I think like I'm very impressed with Spielman. I've never really liked Rick Spielman before, but the job that he's done is incredible. The job Zimmer's done is incredible. I really have to give them a lot of props because the number of injuries, like Jacksonville, for example, is a team. They've had Bill Barnwell pointed this out. They've had no injuries to not just their entire starting eleven. But their first two guys off the bench on their defense, all thirteen guys have played basically every snap the whole season. They've had no injuries. The Rams have had no injuries, although so they had got, got a couple guys banged up against the Vikings uh, yesterday. The Vikings' entire team is decimated, offense and defense. But every year, you know, Everson, like Griffin, to the point where you need
2: to like burn your training staff and get.
0: But in Everson Griffin had a sack in every game. I think set a record the first eight games of the season. Then he missed a game. Uh, you know, um, uh, Sendejo, their 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 Pro Bowl safety has missed two games, one for suspension, then he was injured this week. Uh, Xavier Rhodes, they're all Pro cornerback, is missing games left and right, or mm-hmm. he's coming out of every game with an injury. To say nothing of obviously Bradford and, and Teddy and Delvin Cook and, yeah.
2: and 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 Diggs and their left How tackles. How weird are the games. quotes I'm, from Zimmer every week? Than like man rooting for his
0: quarterback to it's, suck uh,
2: it sucks that we have to play case keenum who's like going to the pro bowl again this week like but he just keeps throwing four touchdowns and i you know i can't bench him until he has one slightly mediocre game in which case it's teddy bridgewater time which is going to backfire can on you him. imagine if style. if the
0: bills coach mcdermott was the coach of
2: the vikings Oh my god, he would have flipped back and forth between bridgewater and keenum A. oh John he would have cut case keenum He'd probably <laughs> Yeah, Um, yeah. so I have the Lions winning, so
0: that's not a disagreement, unfortunately. All right, and then uh, game of the week, five-star game, Saints against the Rams. Again, I think the Rams really were uh, shown to be a little bit of a – not as impressive as people have been saying. They lost at home to Seattle. They lose on the road badly to the Vikings. This this vaunted offense can't do anything. It's a good defense. So uh, I'm not that impressed with the Rams. But the Saints,
2: I mean, they should have lost to Washington. They really pulled that one out of their butts. You know, this is a good game. To me, it's not like a five-star game. Um, the Rams did get exposed. It's an eight and two team week. against a what, seven what and three team. It's two no, divisions. I know leaders. it's a good game, but it's not like to me. This is not like an epic showdown that I'm waiting with bated breath for.
0: Well, what's a better game this week?
2: No, it's the best. It's game It's not this a great week. week. I mean, it's, it's this not week, a great week. It, it's a it, lot of good Vi- teams versus Viking, bad teams.
0: Viking, Vikings, Lions, and Saints, Rams are the
2: are really the only decent games this week. Do you notice watching on Sunday, like Red Zone or whatever, the how like how badly the quality of play has declined this year, especially at the quarterback position?
0: Well, it's all these injuries. Yeah,
2: I mean, it's just it, like it's hard to watch. Yeah, it's a problem. Uh, yeah, next week, by the way, is much better,
0: and the week after, week fourteen, actually, I think is the best slate remaining we have of games.
2: All right, that's good to so keep get track. get
0: hype for week. F- and that's uh, week one of the fantasy playoffs. So a lot of exciting things. There's a great Thursday night game that week. There's well, a great, it depends uh, what league you're in.
2: Game. If you're, you know, I'm in a real league where fantasy playoffs are only four teams make it. It's not like it's not the NHL. And uh, you know, you're in your league where six. How many teams make it? Eight. Does everyone make the playoffs in that's your like, AYFL? No. Six out of 12. That's too many. I think it should be four. Four is like really, it's really a grind to make a when it's four. All right, so Saints at Rams, who do you have? Uh, the Rams. All
0: right, I'm going to agree with you. I got all home teams winning basically every game this week, so that has not really worked out for me. You got anything else to say? Um, I have a lot more to say, but it's been an hour, so we'll save it for another time.
1: All right, keep it real. Bye. Bye. I, I got a high five. stay Seen a dark cloud coming over I see some evil shit in her head Oh what she wrong?